Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Quote now at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode of Our Fair City is sponsored by Cards Against Humanity. They asked us not to read an ad. Please enjoy the show. I always feel strange listening to my recorded voice like this, but I guess it's also extra strange in this case because I think this is the first time my spoken voice has been recorded for our fair city. Man, that's strange because, I mean, you've heard me hum, you've heard me sing in other parts of the tracks on the show, but for this, I, I thought I would just talk for a bit, talk about how the opening theme, which if you've only ever listened to one episode or if you've been listening to the series from the beginning, you've heard and are, are familiar with, uh, I wanted to talk a little bit about this history, how it came to be, and uh, show you maybe some, not maybe, definitely some tracks that no one else has heard except for maybe Jeff and Clayton when I first met them and we got together and wanted to develop some music for the show. So I guess to backtrack quite a bit, I had met them back during the season one launch party, and I was invited as a friend. How do I say this? I was invited to the launch party by Clayton's now wife, Lauren, and I remember going, listening to the tracks and thinking, this is an audio drama, but where's the music? My, my friends in high school had made some fan audio dramas, like some Star Wars, Doctor Who, and a few original pieces. And, and I, I wrote a little bit of music. But even when I didn't, we always used a lot of music throughout. That was something very important to us. And so I had not so subtly approached Jeff and Clayton and said, Hey, I know uh, this is my first time listening to your project. I'm not part of your team, but would you like music for it? And who were they to turn down essentially free music? And I was able to weasel myself into the creative team. And I got together and uh, kind of talked about what the, what the show was about, what they were going for, what kind of themes are they looking for. And the first piece of music that Jeff had sent me was uh, Jolie Holland's Old Fashioned Morphine. And it's kind of a... He described it as a doom and gloom kind of song, a bit of an unexpected genre for science fiction, a little more folky, and I really took to it. 
and was like, okay, I, um, I, I don't have the, the luxury of time to be recording live instruments for every episode, but I can definitely sequence something. And I liked that feeling of doom and gloom that he had described. So I wrote something that felt very uh, noirish to me, something that you'd listen to on a rainy day while taking the train to some run-down apartment building with unsavory people looking to make a deal so you can stick it to the man or something like that. And so I'd, I'd done a sample, and uh, I sent it along, which you can hear here. I was, you know, I was, I was happy with it, but it was also, I knew going into it, this was the first attempt. You know, music always changes people, especially when you're collaborating with people, people want different things. And Jeff had described it maybe as, it was a bit too synthy for what he was looking for, a bit too Final Fantasy-like, which I thought was an extremely accurate description given I love Final Fantasy. I love Nobuo Uematsu, and I grew up not only playing those games and listening to that music, but I, I took piano lessons and I found sheet music from like the Final Fantasy VI piano collections and I brought it to my piano teacher at the time and said, I wanna learn this. And he was like, okay. And I ended up playing some of those songs for recitals in high school. And so I almost took it as a compliment that I was able to write something that someone even felt was comparable to this other kind of music, even though it wasn't intentional. And I thought, okay, uh, well, let's just go on, see what else I can write, play with some themes, see what we like, and then we can reach something that works. So I did a couple kind of throwaway themes, including a really early mole people-inspired crushy romance thing. Uh, it ended up not going anywhere. I never used it, but here we can play a little bit of it here. <laughs> eventually turned into a song I ended up really loving I, that I would call the mole theme and that I've used a few times. Diddy called Let It Live, uh, and I wrote it while reading the scene in season two, episode five, when West reanimates a zombie. Did a couple of, I call them soundscape tests, where I was messing with samples. 
I called one Broken Street Doll. Just because I love, I love Ghost in the Shell, anything cyberpunk, anything Yoko Kano has ever written, really. And so there are a couple, uh, not sounds used in those shows or movies, but sounds that definitely made me think of something in that world. Or the game Machinarium, which has this really rich soundtrack, the feeling of instruments cobbled together with spare parts, which was a very specific kind of feeling that Clayton wanted to hear on the show. And I did another track I called Walking With One Shoe, which ended up being used later on, uh, surprisingly to me. Since it was never written to be, in, uh, it was not intended to be a, uh, a track used on the show, but then the more I listened to the show and wrote other songs, it, it I found to be fitting. Eventually, after a little more back and forth, I did a couple more demos. One was just for the fun of it. I called it Elevator Hell. I didn't think it, I didn't want it to actually be used for anything. It was just a funny idea. Uh, and I ended up changing the sample and the tempo and I used it in some future episodes at one point, I think. It wasn't, I don't think it was an elevator. I think characters were climbing some stairs that fit really well. And the other track I called Regress City, kind of going back to uh, the Final Fantasy feeling. of a, There's a track in Final Fantasy VII called Underneath the Rotten Pizza, which is one of my favorite titles of any song. And uh, taking that feeling of being in a slum uh, of, a, of a giant all-encompassing city of which that's your entire world that you, you may never ever see the outside of it. And I did this track and I sent it as a demo being like, here, maybe we can work with this because uh, I was very, very happy with it. And maybe that can develop into uh, something bigger. Tonight's broadcast is brought to you by the company you depend on for all of your greatest needs, Heart Life. These stories are true dramatizations from our fair city's glorious history. So listen and remember, Heart Life, all the life you'll ever need. But about a month later, uh, when the rest of the group got back to me, they liked it enough. They're like, let's just use it as it is and I'm well that's easy for me and the rest is history and, uh, and it became this fun theme that I could return to on other tracks throughout the rest of the show The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.